friends. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Take the running backs to the stands, run up in the stands and slap their mama. Live in the entertainment capital of the world, it's the T.C. Martin Show. It is showtime, baby. Here we go. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, give Pitches it, to... it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got 40, it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. The doctor is now in. Hour number two here on this Tuesday. Yes, more terrible Tuesday thoughts and takes coming your way here. Thanks, Steve Berline. Join us hour number one recapping Super Bowl 58. Uh, this hour, we'll talk about it from a betting perspective. All right. And then don't forget, uh, Friday, back at our Friday home at the Westgate Las Vegas inside the world's famous Superbook as we turn the page from football. Now get into basketball and, of course, hockey. All right. Natalie Williams will join us. The fine general manager of the Las Vegas Aces. She'll be in the house Friday afternoon at the Westgate Las Vegas because Natalie Williams just pulled off a, another great offseason with the Las Vegas Aces, re-signing Candace Parker and keeping that core of the Aces together. So, uh we will visit with Natalie. She will be in the house, the former, one of the top 50 players in the WNBA when she played back in the day, U.S. Olympic gold medalist and the fine general manager of our Las Vegas Aces. Is it too early to say three-peat? I, I was saying three-peat in October, man. What are you talking about? It's, ne- it's never too early. And now you actually have some competition on this side of the, on this side of the country. I do. Seattle. You think? See, the storm have signed some What's her name? I can't. I can't pronounce it. The Natalie. Uh, the oh, what are you talking about? You haven't seen the. Uh, uh, okay, no. There's there's no competition. There's no competition. That's it. Who's the competition? Come on, man. The Aces back to back to back. The three P. Yes, I even got my good friend Jay Cornegay saying three P. Hey, I think he's printing up T-shirts at the Westgate that says Aces and three P. <laughs> the Superbook. Is that right, Jay? <laughs> uh, they're on order, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big Aces fan, Jay Cornegay. What's going on? Hey, so when you were talking about three Pete, wasn't it the what? What's his name? The the old Lakers coach that came up with the three Pete, right? Pat Riley. Yeah, Pat Riley. That's who it was. Yeah. Right? Was yeah. that true? Is that because I think it was with the Heat, though? Right? Or was it with the Lakers? That was uh, the Lakers, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Nubchuk is talking about Neka Agumake. There yeah. you go. See, I can't yeah. pronounce that at all. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's oh, yeah. she that's she left L.A. free agent, signed with Seattle. Seattle's got a lot of work <laughs> to do, but you know, there is. Speaking of which, Jay, I mean, do do we have the WNBA odds on the board? I'm sure we do, right? What what are the aces? We do. Yeah, we 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 do. Yes, we we have it. I I don't have it with me. I could look it up. That's well. Since uh, you know, I don't have it on the top of my head. I know you don't. I, I know you don't. Let's see. I'll make the line for you. I'd say that uh, the Aces to win the 2024 WNBA championship should mm-hmm. be listed at. I'm gonna say five to two. 
You want me to look it up? I can look it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, hold so, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Three, three to one tops. Five, yeah, five, to, five to two. Just because you know, again, it's only a twelve-team league. You got everybody coming back. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go five to two. That's what I'm going to say. Two and a half to, to one. Two? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, two and a half to one. Okay. All right. Survey says no check. We get a drum roll here. Here we go. We're going to this well, blindly. This is the esteemed vice president of the world-famous Superbook, ladies and gentlemen, who is so prepared. There is a double drum roll. Oh, why not a triple drum roll for the three-peat? There we go. Did we buy enough time for you? All right. Here we go. Yeah. Right. We're talking about Seattle. We'll start there, though. Seattle. Hi. For the third favorite, Seattle, the Storm, yep. 14 to 1. Okay. Connecticut, 14 to 1. Mm. New York, Liberty, plus 210. Mm. And our Las Vegas Aces, looking to three peak, is minus a dollar ten. Minus a dollar ten. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, when I when I gave that, it was going like, oh, they're probably gonna gonna shortchange this a little bit. There it is. All right, that's like a pickup. Yeah, you were that's hoping a, for five to two. That's what you were hoping. I was hoping for. I thought, okay, maybe I get two to one. <laughs> there it is. You know, wow. Uh, uh, no, that's a pickup, Jay. Get even money. It's a pickup. Yeah, it's it's a little less than you know. It's less than even money. Wow. So, I mean, until someone shows it, you know, they're going to be right right around there. I think last year I remember, um, about a quarter through the season, I think I laid a dollar thirty on them. Oh no, you did. I mean, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was during the season. But I, I would think, you know, off season, that sort of thing, and there might be people that, you know, I mean, I think they they definitely can do it, and obviously they're the favorite to do it. But you would think, you know, not that I'm trying to do your job for you because no one does it better than you, as we know, we we know, my friend. But I mean, John Murray thinks he does it better than you, but that's another story, right? <laughs> but, but I would think you would want to try to, you know, get some more action on the aces there, saying, okay, you know, let's put let's let's put two. Two and a half to one. Let's put two to one. Let's let's engage in that because who knows? An injury here or there could could uh, not that we want that to happen, but you never know, man. That's things like that. It's tough, man. It's tough to go you know, back to back to back. Or or you could get into the playoffs and maybe get to the semifinals and look at it and go, wow, we look pretty good on the aces. <laughs> That's true. It's like yeah, and I would love to be in that position at that point in the season. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Good deal. All right, so let's talk about the uh, Sunday action here. So uh, what was it like there at, at the Superbook? I was there uh, Saturday night seeing Cool and the gang. I uh, was hanging out a little mm. bit, and I saw, uh, again, a great, great show, fantastic, packed house, had some food. Then we looked at uh, uh, hanging around, looking at the big betting board. You guys had lines of people going to to midnight, even past that. So I know what Saturday night was like. What was Sunday like? You know, paint the picture for our listeners. Well, it just, uh, it, it, we knew it was coming. It was kind of like the tsunami that was, you know, uh, on our, you know, about ready to hit us. And we got the sirens going about midweek. So this thing, it wasn't going to hit us like a ton of bricks. We knew it was coming. And especially when we got to, you know, Super Sunday. When we opened, we had a line of about, I don't know, 20 to 30 people. Um, and that was 7 o'clock in the morning. And we knew that was going to be a long day. But it was very constant. I thought the crowd was tremendous. I mean, before the game, 
during the game and even after the game, where sometimes it can get a little crazy in there after the game. But I thought, uh, you know, because the, the room was really 50-50. I was, I was really surprised. I, I thought we were going to get a little bit more San Francisco, uh, you know, fans in there. Um, but uh, it was really 50-50, and the fans were really well-behaved. But the action was very steady from the, the time we opened at 7 a.m., I don't think we really chewed that line down until about two minutes before kickoff. Wow. Wow. Great stuff, man. And again, no better place to watch the games than the Superbook. I mean, just, I, I, I can imagine how, how great it was. Uh, there are times, Jay, when I, I will admit, I wish I was, uh, where you're at. Uh, there at the Superbook, instead of uh, being at the game uh, with these four-minute commercials and everything, I mean, I I was I was getting a little restless there in the, in the stadium. I was getting a little restless, man, and I didn't get a chance to see any of the commercials. So I'm, I'm relying on you to to help me out. Were the commercials any good or not? We usually do a recap, but since I couldn't see any of the commercials, I need some help here. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, there was like a couple that stood out and. Usually when the commercials came up, I didn't get to see all of them. Mm-hmm. I know the, the, the Dunkin' Donut one was really popular. I know Uber Eats was really a, a hit as well. And I can't remember the others. But I thought they, you know, I think that it was uh, maybe above average. I, I don't think it was the best. I think it was uh, better than, than most of them. But uh, I, uh, from what I'm gathering from others, you know, they were, they were pretty good. Um, not great, not horrible, but just a little above average. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll give it what it is. I mean, it's, there's a couple of big hits there with Uber Eats and Dunkin' Donuts, and after that, I think there might have been a drop-off. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to see. We need to see a Superbook spot. That's it. I mean, Superbook paid $2 million <laughs> for a 30-second spot with Jay Cornegay's yeah. face on it. That, that's what we need, you know? I think the only thing – the only – way we're going to get on there is if we somehow hack like the CBS system or something. <laughs> and all of a sudden, hey, there we are. We're, it's the Superbook. Uh, oh, man, those things are so... I don't even know what they were charging him, but... Yeah, $7 million. Yeah, $7 million. It went up $2 million from last year. It was 5 last year. Every year it keeps going up and up. $7 million. I mean, that's... What, know, 30 seconds? 30 seconds, yeah. yeah. 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. But... Uh, um, no, I thought it was. Uh, I, I thought Vegas did a tremendous job. I, I thought the telecast was fine. We didn't have any interruptions there, so um, very pleased with everything. I'm really happy to see that uh, the community here in Las Vegas pulled together. You know, we got so many different components for an event like this, and they all have to work together. And I thought they did a tremendous job. Heard nothing but positive things, and obviously everybody's talking about the next one that's going to be in Las Vegas and the earliest that can be is 2028. Yeah. And I think you're, you're looking at pop possibly I was talking to some people from the NFL. They were saying it could be eight years. I know a lot of people are thinking it's going to be four or five, but it's, it's probably going to be like you said at the earliest 2028. And uh, because you got to remember, they want to keep those other, you know, uh, warm weather cities involved. You know, of course, you've got, you know, Miami and Tampa and, uh, LA with SoFi and Arizona. But, you know, you gotta remember too, the NFL wants to get those winter sites in there with domes to be prevalent as well too, with, you know, Detroit, Minnesota and, uh, you know, Atlanta, New Orleans. 
are in there. Well, New Orleans would definitely be next year. So you got all of these factors. And here's one, too, that they were talking about, that Chicago is going to get one sooner than later because once they uh, construct their new stadium, which is going to be retractable roof, uh, they're going to probably you know get in there within about four or five years. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I would expect, and there's no official rotation as the, right. the NFL has made that perfectly clear. There's no official rotation. They go around to those uh, uh, mainstays, and as you said, Miami, Tampa, New Orleans, L.A., Arizona, and probably Atlanta. Uh, you could throw that in there, um, but since the what only the next three are have been determined so far, I think if Vegas were to leapfrog in in front of a, you know some of those other cities, I I think that says a lot, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yep, Jay Cornegay joins us, Vice President of the Superbook at the Westgate Las Vegas, our gracious host on Friday afternoons. Let's talk about the betting handle. Uh, the, that were released earlier today, $185.5 million for the state of Nevada, which eclipsed the mark from 2022 by $6 million. Talk a little bit about that. We, you know, we mentioned that hey, it's, it's definitely going to eclipse it because of the matchup, the game itself, being here in Las Vegas, all of those factors. Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts? I mean, is that number, I mean, it's kind of eye-popping. And you've been in this industry for a long, long time. million. Wow. What do you think when you hear that number? Yeah, you know, I I heard mixed reviews about that today, and and people thought, well, I I thought it was going to be more. But, you know, yeah, the the record was set two years ago when we had the Rams play the Bengals, and it was $179 million plus, almost $180. We come in at $185.5 this year. Uh, You know, there were some conversations about $200 million um, you know, heading into the weekend. Uh, but you got to look at it this way too. We were like 32 million above last year. That's almost a little over 20% increase over last year. So I think that says a lot. I don't make too much of it. I, um, you just never know. I, I, it just makes sense to me that each time we host the Super Bowl, I, I believe we should have a record. Um, so, whether we, you know, it's going to be very tough next year uh, to surpass 185. Uh, I again, it's a, it's a tough call, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of level off a little bit for a couple of years, and then uh, when we host it again, I would think that we we'd be able to set another record. So I don't make too much of it. We we had a great, you know, what the operators I've talked to, everybody's really happy with their handle. The you know the disappointing part are the results. That's that's where. Uh, the book fell short, as almost every book, not only in Nevada, but the country, really needed San Francisco. And again, uh, we're not looking for sympathy. We're not looking for tears. We're just trying to explain to everybody what happened. And uh, we had a low hold percentage here in Nevada at 3.7. Um, most of the operators I've talked to uh, were either a small winner or a small loser. But it was kind of a tease because we... We thought, well, if the 49ers get that last first down in regulation and they run out the clock and kick a field goal with 20 seconds to go rather than 150, you know, they might pull off that 1916 win, right. which would have been a perfect, perfect result for the sports books here. And, you know, after looking at that and then going into overtime and having the Chiefs win, you know, it just kind of hit us in the gut a little bit because we went from one of the bigger uh, days 
uh, that we have on record to a break-even day. So it was like all happened within, you know, about 40 minutes there <laughs> from the, one of the best to a break-even day. So the books are, uh, uh, other than that, everything was perfect. So, Jay, what was your thoughts when Moody missed that extra point? I, I, I know how I was feeling and in, in, in people in the stadium and that sort of thing, but from your perspective, I mean, I would say, oh, oh this is going to come back to, to, to haunt the Niners. I mean, e- even if uh, you know Kansas City comes and gets a touchdown, then that forces the Niners to get a touchdown. How much of a swing was that for you guys with that missed extra point? Because definitely that kept it under the total as well, too. Well, I gotta be honest. My first thought was it was right then. It was sixteen to thirteen after he missed the extra point. It could right. have been seventeen thirteen. Right. So sixteen thirteen, a touchdown makes it twenty three thirteen, and I had the three three square. Oh. So <laughs> now, now we get to the nuts and bolts of it, ladies and gentlemen. That that's there it. There you go. Wow. Three. Hey, I what? was like going. I know. My wife texts me. Goes. Oh, now we just need a touchdown. You know. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. Because, uh, uh, but we were like thinking, well, that's going to come back. It always does, right? Yeah. It always comes back to the haunt the team that misses it. And you know, I I didn't get to see it live because I was busy. And all of a sudden, you know, I was like, I heard some groans. I'm like, oh no! And I go, don't tell me. Right? He's like, yep, missed it. And uh, I go, was it a bad kick or did he? Was it just a great play? Someone got their hand up there. But uh, I still to this. Right now, I have not seen it, but I heard it hit the lower end of somebody's arm, meaning that it was more of a line drive kick than what was needed. Jay, he never, Did you guys he, notice? he never got it more than six feet off the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was a missed kick. It was a missed kick, 100% missed kick. And, and again, uh, that's what I was afraid of with, with Moody. I just, I'm not a Moody guy, wasn't a Moody guy at Michigan. And when you get rid of Robbie Gold, a guy who was perfect, a lot of people don't remember this, but the Niners got rid of Robbie Gold because they thought, okay, well, he's one of the more expensive kickers, if that's such a thing. And well, maybe he doesn't have the range. And here's this big kid, this kid with a big leg out of Michigan. And then he was terrible. He missed like in the the preseason game here with the, with the Raiders. He he missed during the course of the regular season. Robbie Gold was twenty nine for twenty nine in the postseason in his career. Postseason in field goals, thirty nine of thirty nine for PATs in his entire career. And you know when the Niners didn't bring him back, I was saying like, okay, you know this is. You know this. This isn't good. You need a quality kicker here, and you're you know putting this on this rookie. At some point, it's got to come back and haunt you. And sure, he had a 53 yarder, but still, you can't miss an extra point in a Super Bowl in pristine conditions of indoors at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, and and I and I understand that there was a you know many conversations in the course of the year about Moody. You know why does a contending team have a rookie? a goal kicker mm-hmm. you know why would you do that you know you have everything in place here and then you put uh you know games on the line on a rookie foot and uh especially when he started missing you know in the last quarter of the season uh then there's you know a you know bigger conversation so i understand it i don't think i don't think robert goal would have made the 53 yarder or whatever it was um you know i gotta say that i really respect robert goal because he was as, as consistent as could be, but I'm not sure if he would have made that. You know, maybe that would have benefited them too, because instead of kicking that field goal, maybe they would have gone for it. 
maybe they would have played it a little differently when they had third and four, you know, with a minute 50 to go instead of, uh, you know, that was just a terrible play call against the blitz. Right. Um, Purdy didn't, you know, they didn't have the right call played. They, you could see the blitz was coming in, you know, just minutes or in, I think it was the last drive when the Chiefs were, uh, you know, going for the, the tying field goal or possibly the winning touchdown. They, they had third and seven, 49ers blitz. And they, they had the perfect call. They just dumped it off to the running back and he gets an easy first down. Purdy has to throw it over, uh, you know, um, I don't know, linebackers, you know, a rush, basically throw it away because they just didn't have the call uh, for that blitz. So there was just, it was, I mean, a lot, as, as always, when these close games happen, you know, you start dissecting it and there's always about four or five calls or plays that determine the outcome. Right. You know, we uh, talked a lot about the props leading up to this. And remember the conversation we had last week was that, okay, well, let's, uh, you know, let's hope we, maybe we get, uh, you know, one of these boring Super Bowls, all of we saw a couple years ago, <laughs> right? right? With the, the Rams and the Patriots. And this first half kind of looked like that. I was very curious, what was it like back in your office on that side of the counter when you saw, you know, 10 3 at halftime? You saw nothing, nothing at the end of the first quarter. Well, no, it was just, you know, uh, shaping up to be exactly what we wanted. Yeah. And then that was a low-scoring, uneventful game. Um, and the 49ers had the lead, even though we kept looking at it and going, gosh, we feel like the 49ers should be up by 14 or 17, and they're up by 7. It doesn't feel that comfortable. And so we were certainly concerned about, you know, some of the things that went their way in the first half, only having a 7-point lead. But, you know, we still had that chance, like I said, that third and four, we were all in back there, you know, with just a little less than two minutes to go saying, this is it. If they get it, it's over, you know, and we were that close of having, you know, a, a really good payday, but, um, you know, it didn't end up that way, but that's fine. Uh, it was just like, wow, here it is. And, uh, it's not going to happen. So, um, but, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it was playing right into our hands until, uh, you know, we saw that overtime coming. Speaking of the props, did you end up having any liability on any specific props? Uh, a number of them, really. Uh, I get uh, overtime was the biggest one, obviously. You know, nine to one. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're betting it, eight to one, down to seven to one, six to one, five to one. Uh, one of the bigger payouts we've had in prop history, and um, the uh, uh, another one we had, uh, which <laughs> seems like we lose every year. Uh, but it's always a big payout, and that is over under number of players to have a pass attempt mm-hmm. over under two and a half. And uh, the under is always a, a slight favorite, and everybody seems to bet over. And you know, we that went over <laughs> as uh, 49ers ran that trick play. Yeah. Um, we had a good, a couple of very positive ones as well. Mahomes winning uh, MVP was really good for us. Um, everybody's like, well, how's that? Well, because. He, he was a favorite at seven to five. In m- most cases, the the betting public don't like to bet something that's seven to five when there's five to one, ten to one, fourteen to one, forty to one. Uh, you know, they like to take those shots at the other players. So that was a, a very positive result. And then Kelsey not scoring a touchdown was probably our biggest prop winner uh, of the night. And everybody was betting Kelsey to to score a touchdown and. He basically did everything but that, uh, but uh, 
a prop that was very positive for us. Hmm. So, Jay, when you get that in about a player, uh, you know, players, number of players that, that throw a pass, okay, do you, like, look at this, like, maybe moving forward, like, next year, like, okay, you know, it just takes one trick play or one injury to a, to a quarterback or something like that for that thing to go over. So do you maybe adjust that to maybe three and a half or three, or do you try to stay away from the flat numbers and always try to make those type of props a half? Yeah, we always make them a half because we don't like refunds. Right. <laughs> it just Good puts point. more strain, okay. more strain on our tellers. And so, um, you know, one of the worst Super Bowls was when the Rams beat the Titans by seven and the line was seven. It was, everybody got refunds. We were cashing until like, all-star break, right? It was it just felt like everybody had a refund on that uh, Super Bowl. So we, we stay away from whole numbers, but we know we have the right numbers when the sharp guys are betting under, right? They're, um, they're, they're taking under two and a half and, uh, you know, betting that. But the, as always, the public money rules during the Super Bowl and uh, the, the tickets, the amount of tickets and the amount of accumulation of small bets on the over is what did it then. So what was that percentage when it was all said and done? Because we had talked about there was that number around 65% or so of tickets on the Chiefs because the public was all over it. What was that final percentage? It was right up there as far as a ticket count. Mm-hmm. It was a, close to 75% oh, wow. of tickets on the uh, Chiefs. Wow. And uh, it was really, that really, uh, it was a... Um, Oh, I'd say it was probably a two to one for most of the, the the two weeks, and then the last couple of days, we had a lot, just a surge of Kansas City uh, interest and, and support. Um, I, I would say maybe the last six hours it balanced out, but from Friday night to like Sunday noon, it felt like it was just almost every ticket was on Kansas City. Now, you were one of the few properties, I think the lone property that had San Francisco at two and a half, I think, for the majority of you know Friday and Saturday, right? And mm-hmm. then, then it finally came back down to two. What was the, the logic or the reasoning for keeping it at two and a half for so long? Well, because uh, all our big wagers uh, in the week leading up, you know, the first week after posting the line, where all the, the big plays, uh, a number of six-figure bets, and from respected players on San Francisco. And it wasn't just the, the six figures. It was the 50000 the $75,000 uh, wagers were all on San Francisco. We, so we had a huge cushion. It was nice. You know? And then once we got to the second week, you could start to see the turn tied a bit. Uh, the tide was turning towards uh, uh, Kansas City, and um, uh, we expected that too. And... Uh, um, you know, we adjusted down there, but uh, we had a, you know, we had a real large amount on San Francisco, and uh, which was nice to have looking back because, uh, you know, if we didn't get that money and we were just flat, let's just say, and then we got all the surge of Kansas City money the last few days, it would have been a bigger hit than it really was. Final thing for you, my friend. Uh, you know, we always talk about the large wagers, whether they're the straight bets or whatever. Uh, where, was there any uh, parlay, crazy parlays that paid out? Or, um, you know, just talk a little bit about the, the larger wagers that you had. Um, we didn't see any big parlays cashing. Um, 
you know, we, we had uh, the last uh, two days, um, it really didn't have, we had maybe two six-figure bets over the weekend. That was it. You know, one was a little over a quarter million, and uh, that was on San Francisco, uh, money line, I believe. And uh, most of the, the bigger plays on Kansas City were like in that $50,000 range. So that was kind of weird. All the, like I said, all the big, big plays were on San Francisco. Uh, the biggest plays on, on uh, Kansas City were in that in mid-five-figure range. So, again, it was, it was good that we had that, the, that large support for San Francisco or else we would have been very lopsided on Kansas City. And I think that's how some of the others were, even though they still came out, uh, you know, uh, okay in the game. But you saw some of the books went down to one and a half. I mean, we, we closed that too. But uh, you saw some others uh, close at one and a half. And I think that's because of that surge of Kansas City money over the last uh, 24, 48 hours. All right. And we got the odds up already uh, for this next season, right? And the Niners, uh, the favorite, what, five to one? And then the Chiefs right behind that. And, uh, I mean, do you, do, you, do you get any initial uh, action on that, especially from either sharp players or tourists that are here in town saying, hey, I want to get a piece of this now, and I don't mind uh, you guys holding my money for 365 days? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, those that are in uh, for the Super Bowl this year definitely bet next year. And uh, one of the biggest days that we have as far as Super Bowl future bets is actually Super Bowl Sunday in the day following the Super Bowl as people are cashing out, let me bet, you know, and and uh, people are asking me, how could you make the 49ers, uh, you know, the favorite over the Chiefs? I was like, well, haven't you heard? I go, <laughs> I, I heard uh, Taylor's got her eyes on Brock. Yeah. And so she might, <laughs> this might change everything here. Um, wait, 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 wait. I heard George. I heard it was George and not Brock. I mean, there could be controversy here, right? She likes the yeah, tight end, Jay. Yeah. Don't you know? I mean, every woman likes a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. It could be Kittle, but uh, she was, uh, I heard it was Brock, but there's somebody over there, and therefore that's why San Francisco's favorite for next year. Uh, there's no truth to the rumor that Jay Cornegay played tight end at Colorado State University. All right. Uh, no, I have a spot back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't touch that one, okay? <laughs> My man, I appreciate uh, the time as always. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, to seeing you on Friday. And uh, I'm going to say congratulations because, it, you know, you the volume was there. The handle was there. And I guess, you know, we, you know, say, okay, you know, books in, in the state of Nevada made only $6 million. I mean, it's it's a pretty good afternoon, pretty good days of work. Come on, man. Half a day's work. Yeah, it, it's not. It's no complaints. I, I have no complaints whatsoever. I'm glad that, you know, the, my takeaway is that Vegas put on a show. Yeah. It, it went over very well. The, the reviews have been very positive across the board, uh, you know, for the entire week, the entire weekend. And of course, the game. So I'm very happy to see that uh, go with uh, and, and make it through without uh, any major, you know, hitches. Uh, where I think the park or no, the traffic was a little bit tight on Friday night and Saturday night. But uh, I think we could live with that. And uh, as far as the, the the game itself, I thought it was fantastic. It was a great game. Uh, a little back and forth. I mean, some could say, well, it was boring. You know, well, it wasn't back and forth, but as as, as far as scoring wise, but it was tight. It was pretty intense, and uh, 
I thought it was very interesting to see the different strategies from the coaches because you could see that. Um, and, uh, um, you know, the book operations, we, we uh, have no complaints there. Uh, I, you know, the handle is solid. Uh, you know, the win, we could always, you know, get a better result on that, but I'm not going to complain about it. We, we've won our share, and uh, we look forward to next year. I don't think you're getting called into the, uh, the office upstairs. Like, you know, Cornegate, what'd you do? You know, I, I mean, Cornegate should get a pat on the back. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. See? Uh, I'll go up there and say, please explain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you, you don't want those days, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, uh, well, you know, they always compare uh, the overall state to results with you. And, you know, and if we're a little bit behind last year, we were well above it. This year, we're probably a little behind it, but that's okay. It's, it's you know, it's one bet. You know, you take one bet. Uh, less or one bet more, it could swing things the other way. Mm-hmm. All right, my man. Appreciate the time as always. We'll look forward to seeing you on Friday. All right, CC. Thanks, bud. You got it, man. There he is, Jay Cornegay, one of the best, no question. Been doing this a long, long time in this city. Uh, very happy for him and the crew over there because, again, this is a Las Vegas Super Bowl, all right? And those of us have been around here a long, long time. Never thought we would see this. But now that we we have all of these events, you know, these major events, the Super Bowl just, and I said this last week, just feel like it, it's natural. It just feels natural. And uh, a lot of work on the sports book side, taking those wagers and handling all of that action. I mean, think about that. $185.5 million for the state. So there's 182 sports books. Okay. Some are very large and many, many are very, very small. And, uh, the handle that the Westgate does is just tremendous. And especially on game day, let alone a Super Bowl Sunday. And, uh, they did a fantastic job. So job well done. Uh, no complaints, no problems there. And, uh, good day. And even though the 75% of the tickets, I mean, with the amount of money that was wagered, especially the big heavy bets on the 49ers, he had some pretty good two-way action, but just it did seem like the public was definitely on the Kansas City Chiefs. And like Jay said, 75% of the tickets on the Kansas City Chiefs, they cashed. All right, we come back. We'll talk about alcohol sales at Allegiant Stadium for the Super Bowl. Now, more of your favorite personal sports physician. This doesn't sound like the usual mindless, boring chit-chat. It's the Dr. T.C. Martin. Is the malted liquor what gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. It makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it, beer. but I'd rather chuck it. Oh, uh, yes, beer. beer. I could not refuse it. Water, nuts, beer. and beer. <laughs> and beer, water, and nuts. Let's get it straight, PC. There it is, man. Beer, water, and nuts. The one and only beer man, Bruce, in the house, uh, fresh off of his Super Bowl 58, I want to say, appearance because. You know, this guy, he's a star. It's an appearance. And he loves, he'll tell you that he's a star. I all right. A, you're, you're a star, TC. <laughs> Justin, you too. Take some credit here. Uh, what's going on, brother? It's good to see you. Thanks for having me back on your wonderful show. Uh, I love being on your show talking. Man. Nah. And, you know, when I saw you, was it last week or two? I said, hey, we, we're going to have you in and convene, reconvene here uh, after Super Bowl Sunday. So, I was there. You were there. We were both working, but you were working much more harder than I was working. I want to know where were you stationed at on Sunday? Section wise, where were you at? 
Uh, out, uh, stationed, uh, bright and early because we have to get there many hours. So I was about the fourth or fifth person inside the stadium, uh, outside of the security people that have to get there super early. Uh, so we had to get there around 5.30 in the morning to get our credentials. So walked in there and then, uh, we stood around there till about, uh, doors, which were at 11. We had our pre-shift at 10 a.m. So, you know, by then we're pretty little, but we were tired, but we were ready to go as soon as game time on showtime. Time out. So 5.30. Time out. 5.30. I, I, yeah, I, I've got, I got three. Okay, I'm using so a quick you, one right what, now. No, okay, this, coach, this is a 30. Okay, hold on. So okay. 5.30 in the morning, you get your credential. Are you there? Did you go back home? You come back in to check in? What, give, I want to hear this, this, this day here. I mean, 5.30 in the morning, you're getting credentials. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And then you're staying there. No, yeah, I'm staying there. I'm trying to get a suntan. That's crazy. No, okay. We just, no, we're, long, we're just sitting around. It's a long day. It's a very long day. Think, okay. It's a very, very long in, day. But in, in gates and doors open at, at noon, at, right? At, at 11. It was 11 11, o'clock, okay. 11 yeah, four o'clock. hours before. Okay. It's all right. I mean, it's Super Bowl, okay? Yeah. It's security. It's security. You got to follow security. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's been like that for every Super Bowl I've worked. You got to go through all security, and it's just protocol so yeah. like it's when we're, we're not it's not a regular game okay everybody knows okay it's super bowl all right or, or the big game so 11 o'clock you you're you're where 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 are they saying beer man bruce you are uh, where How's i that usually work? go to the southwest entry you know you have the big uh main entrance but yeah. i like to be at the side show yeah okay you have all the other vendors trying to be the big you know the big big front gate okay. i like the side show i have everybody sort of meet me my regular fans in general but it was different this year because they weren't the regular audience so right. uh, but i chose were uh some of the celebrities we're going into and i didn't know it was going to be the media entrance so let's talk about that story is that okay uh, Abs- absolutely okay so that's my entrance okay, southwest here, here's your here's your point of interest so um uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, and if you're uh, listening from out of town, guys, uh, Fox 5 had a huge coverage of me, yeah. um, a five-minute um, segment, thanks to Kevin Bollinger and Robbie for mm-hmm. filming that. We'll talk about that probably in a few minutes, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, and what would happen is, my friends, the media from around the world came through the Southwest. Okay, people from Japan, people from Europe, they rebroadcasted it that morning. Everybody from Japan thought I was a superstar. <laughs> I, I love was, it. I so they came in like be a bamboos, be a bamboos. We need a picture. We need an interview. Be a bamboos. I'm like, who the hell's booze? <laughs> That's you. I mean, yeah. Scream beer. Yeah, the, the, what do you think I screamed? Yeah. Beer, huh. beer, beer. So it was like nonstop. And then people from Mexico, you can speak Spanish. I'm like, sure, sure. And I said, cinco de ocho. I go, no, 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 no. Because you don't say 58 in Spanish that way. And I'm like, that's the only Spanish I know. I'm like, I said 58 or something crazy in Spanish. Like, So I was doing interviews throughout there. And then Feinberg from Fox 5 came by. He did a quick little instant thing with me really quick. He was sitting next to me. He was sitting next to you. Yeah, yeah. Did he mention me? He said, no. I hate him. Yeah. Okay. He kept talking about no, his I cat. Love, I, love, I don't I know why love, he keeps talking about his cat. I, I, I love, I love, yeah. His cat. Yeah, he told me. He told me his cat uh, I want, made I, a wager, a large wager. I said, I don't think the cat's going to see any of that money. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just yeah, but the, we 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 digress. Cat needs a beer. Go ahead. Thank okay. you. Thank you. I'm, one day I'm going to get. Feinberg needs a beer. Cat. What are you talking about? Yeah, go he, ahead. Only, he only drinks uh, black, by the way. Right. Um, 
By the way, Feinberg, I know you're not listening, but if you are, listen to TC, okay? okay. We're going to send this to him. Anyway, Please do. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, the deal is, so then uh, Ramsey comes, Gordon Ramsey comes by. I'm like, what do you think I would scream to him? Ramsey there. And Ramsey goes like, he's, he jumps a mile. LeBron comes around the other way with a bunch of people. What do you think I'm screaming? LeBron Long beer. Yeah. And LeBron, like, I used to work for the Cavaliers. So LeBron, like, <laughs> turns around, like, what's going on? This guy follows me everywhere. He's like, looking around, whoo, whoo, like, am I hearing things? So, like, he didn't recognize it. I mean, he, he just, like, yeah. was some crazy dude screaming at him. Um, Which is he, accurate. He kept walking. Yeah. So uh, a bunch of celebrities, you know, Bieber was with by, went by me, Bieber beer. Yeah. So I did my usual shtick. Good. And, you know, so I, it was like celebrity after celebrity, but I didn't see Taylor. So when so you I'm call, a little disappointed. When you call out the celebrity, yes. do they ever go to the wallet and buy a beer? In your in your time, does that ever happen? In my time, I'm trying to remember. There's a lot of time here. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think they get a. And there's no comps from Beer Man Bruce. I mean, they don't allow that, right? Or, or do you, do you have comping uh, I, privileges? I, I, I could comp once in a while. Yeah. I remember one time. Uh, at a, at Hopefully, a, your employer's not listening gig, right now. I, I, I think it was. Um, uh, it was a rock gig and Scorpions. It was Scorpions. And I knew, cause I was in the music business and they remember me from about 25 years, 20 years ago. And it was one of the managers. And, uh, I gave him, I got, I comped him a beer. My boss was great. My boss was okay. really, really great. And we comped him a beer. And then, you know, he wanted to have a beer with me. And I'm like, no, dude, I got to sell beer. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making more money now than I did before. So that's what I'm doing now. Right. Okay? Right. So, so the clientele, you, celebrity laden, you were around those guys. I was, I was a big celebrity. I'm like, I'm like, I was still selling beer, um, during the the thing, but I was like every celebrity and, but everybody from the European world, like Mm -hmm. Ireland, the guys from Hungary TV. I'm like, everybody was coming up to me because they, they posted it. They showed it that morning. So like the, I was like first celebrity. They didn't care about Kansas City. They didn't care about the cheese. They cared about beer man Bruce. Beer. I'm like taking a picture, like scream, picture, picture, yeah. picture. I'm like I'm trying to sell beer. A couple of them bought beers. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it got people excited. Or yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs fans or the 49er fans were coming up to me. All the other vendors looked at me. What is this guy doing? Because there's like a lot of other um, vendors from across the United States were there because it's like the best of the best. Right. We're out there and like and like and I'm screaming like a nut job, mm-hmm. even though I'm not a nut. Oh, uh, yes, I am. Uh, nuts, by the way. Um, but a voice, I mean, it's 48 hours ago, but voice has held up very good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of cheese, a lot, yeah, a lot yeah, of peppers, a yeah, lot, right. lot, lot, lot of red peppers, guys, a lot of red peppers, <laughs> a lot of honey, a lot of tea. All right. So from a beer selling perspective, um, Super Bowl versus a regular Raiders game on par. Are the prices jacked up? You're selling more beers. Probably will length the time is longer too because of the commercials and they're opening the gates much earlier too, right? Yeah, the so, gates were, yeah, so, um, prices weren't jacked up as much as I thought they were. Maybe. What's the beer? What's the beer? What are you selling for? It was, it was nineteen, Sunday? $19. $19. Okay, What's that? Tw- uh, 16 ounce Budweiser? What is that? 20, 24 hour, 24. uh, big Bud Light. Okay. You know, big can. Gotcha. Um, water was only $7. So. Okay. The price perspective was not bad for Super Bowl at all. You know, I thought it was going to be a lot more because it was Vegas. Were you selling the Aquafina in in kind of the the, the, cute can? the can? Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't care for it at all. 
Were you, were you selling now? Though is that where you what water you were selling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't care for that. I'll, I'll let them know next show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell Pepsi. For yeah, you. yeah. Okay. Wa- water in the can. Hey, I'm sorry, she doesn't like aquafina I, I, water. I let me mark that down. Yeah, okay? yeah. Mark that yeah down. Tell Pepsi that. Okay. okay, go ahead. Anyway, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're going to please you. Okay, next next time, let me know. <laughs> yeah, just, okay. We'll get yeah. your water fountain. Just say, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get my complaints. I, I, no, okay. I don't hear my complaints. Okay, I'll tell customer service. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. All right. So money made. For you had to be fantastic, right? Yeah. No, come on. Don't be modest here. We tell it like it is here. Tell it like it is. I mean, you know. Tell it like it is. <laughs> Just say it was a good day to be in the office. Yeah. Without going into details. Okay. So tell a, me about your day. Tell me about the. Uh, the, the, the it was a beautiful day yeah. outside. Yeah. It was a nice, cool and crisp. People were buying beer. Um, cause of the hours, it was, it was, a, it was, um, we made more than usual. Uh, I want the nut job story. I want to hear about the nut jobs. Who are the nut jobs? Cause every Super Bowl, every event, you got some nut jobs. All right. Did you have some extraordinary nut jobs that you ran into? Uh, on, on this Super Bowl, it was not as nuttier. <laughs> As usual, I think, and here's my perspective. Here's a real fan's perspective because this is the hour that we're talking about it. I, Vegas did an outstanding job for Super Bowl because by the time we got to the Super Bowl, everybody, I think, was almost partied out. They were here for about four or five days. Right. We had major parties, up to 32 to 40 parties a day all over the place. And they were drinking. So by the time it was Super Bowl, they were ready for some freaking football. You know what I mean? They were ready to watch football. Now, the football game was not that exciting, so the fans were a little bit more laid back. At the beginning, I swear, I felt like I was at Brigham Young versus Utah. <laughs> wow. Okay. And that was wow. my perspective. Yeah. I was just like, what in, the, good. what in the world is this day going to be? Okay. Should I go to church or should I stay for the Super Bowl? Okay. That was what I was, what I was thinking in my head. And then all of a sudden... You know, and we had a steady flow of customers throughout the day, but it was very quiet, very, very quiet. And they were complaining about the Aquafina water. Really? Like, no, I just wanted to say that to you. Okay. <laughs> but, the, the, but the deal. There's nothing worse than having warm Aquafina water. I don't serve. Which we got. Not you. In a can. In a can. Well, you got to see me. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't see me. I mean, you could hear me throughout the stadium. In fact, you probably could hear me in California or maybe around the world. Okay. But the deal is, um, the fans were slow, and then all of a sudden, once we're in the building, about about um, about two o'clock, it was game on. Okay, two o'clock on, and throughout the entire rest, I was in uh, section one twenty six, one twenty seven. Oh man, okay, yeah. And then it, yeah. then I went I went down. Uh, I was close to. to you, I was going down that section. It was just yeah. like nonstop. Good. Yeah. And then yeah, they, then again, I was going up the stairs. You're famous. You're famous. I am not, I am sort of famous. Um, but the deal is I was going up the stands like, we need a picture with you. We need a picture with you. We need a picture. I'm with working you. here. I'm working here. But again, it was very nice to be. And you're going to take that, that right, quick correct. selfie. You know, I was, I was going to, I'm, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to tell no people no. I've never have, you know, 
I'm never going to say no to anybody. It might cost me money in the long run, but I, I'm, I'm respectful. And, you know, you know, a lot of the kids saw me on TV. There's a lot of kids there for a Super Bowl. Mm. For this particular Super Bowl, there were a lot of families there, which I didn't expect, but a lot of, uh, and it was a, the, uh, one of the nicest ones, honestly, was, uh, fans from Kansas City where the dad brought his kid. I know this is a good, uh, feel good story. Uh, the kid, it was a, he loves Kelsey and the dad was in, he was here. He was thinking about it. It would talk to him for a minute or so. And he, they saw me on TV in the morning. I'm like, the kids are like, that's Beer Man Boost. And I'm like, who's Boost? Who is Boost? I'm like, you mean Beer Man Bruce? I'm like, you. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take it as you. He still has the Asian accent going, you know, 10 minutes later. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. They, they were Asian, by the right. way. So put me in front of them. Okay. <laughs> so, so the deal is, uh, um, so we t- I took a picture and I used this that I just bought the tickets today for the, for my son. And I'm like, I'm like, just, you know, you don't don't tip. Spend the money on your kid, the kids. That's what that's what I do. Okay, I, I don't. It's fine. I just I like seeing stories like that. I, yeah. I, I you know, it's nice seeing a, a family or a, a father and son just enjoying the Super Bowl. A lot of a lot of families at the Super Bowl this year. Mm. Excellent. Beer man Bruce joins us. Worked Super Bowl Fifty Eight, uh, his third Super Bowl. Worked a couple uh, in L.A. and then of course the big one here in Las Vegas. Uh, and I know that. Uh, it was a proud moment for you. It was fun. It was profitable for you. How about steps? Do you ever count steps? Uh, yes. You, you were these step counters. I, I had a step counter. I had my I had uh, my phone for most of the Super Bowl. Um, I counted twenty four thousand wow. steps that day. Okay. Equate and, that into miles. Put it in miles. Um, the Himalayas. Yeah. Okay. Don't ask walked, Chuck. Think, Don't look at him. That's math I, for him. That's okay. math. <laughs> I, I think I think I walked rocked around Vegas for like four times that day. Wow. It, it was a lot of walking. My legs definitely hurt. My toes hurt. And it was after working a couple events during yeah. the week, and then I had yeah. golden uh, nights the day after, yesterday. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you know my my toes hurt, my legs hurt, but whatever. It's 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 good. It doesn't doesn't matter. The feet go on. You know, I'll, 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 my feet will be whatever. You got uh, the great feel-good story there. Give me another story real quick that uh, either caught you off guard, craziness, p- people the way they were, dre- anything. Well, g- give us what, well, what, what, of, what else was unique uh, about the Super Bowl well, the, for you? Uh, I'll give you a good uh, bad fashion, Kansas City by far. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. A lot of bad matching. They had the little red and yellow, and but like the feathers were way off. Okay. Some of the pants selections were way way <laughs> off. Okay. Shoes that didn't match. Um, I'm just gonna say some of the ladies had crop tops that should not have been having <laughs> right, crop tops. Right. Okay. And they put their bellies in red and gold. Please, ladies. Don't do you that. cannot unsee that. I, I cannot unsee that. That's terrible. I wanted beer after that. Okay. Okay. And then again, yeah. And everybody wanted free beer, and I'm like, you paid eight thousand dollars for a ticket. I, I love the Fox Five piece with Kevin and everybody that you did. Uh, it got a lot of play. Um, real quick, talk uh, talk about uh, the, the highlights for that because obviously people saw it. And, uh, Everything was a highlight. Yeah. Um, thanks to Kevin. Thanks to Robbie. Thanks to Fox Five for. Uh, Letting it get out there, uh, for Vegas, uh, I appreciate everything. I just, you, the fans have always been great to me and I love giving back, uh, my personality and 
just it's 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 a it's a love affair between the fans. Justin knows that he's his kids. You know, it's just I've seen everybody growing up from eight years old, another twenty five buying beer, uh, and I plan on doing it till I can't walk or talk or scream, which probably will never happen. Um, <laughs> so the Fox Five piece we did it in two parts. Um, and we did it at the Edmonton Oilers games, which uh, was great. Shout out to section 19 and 20. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the other vendors, uh, shout out to Ramon and my, my crew, Jimmy and, and, uh, Eggy and Mitch and all those guys. Oh, you guys are awesome. You know, it's just, it's just, I wanted to, Fox, I wanted to explore a different angle like you're doing with me right yeah. now. And I appreciate all the attention you give me, TC. It's just that it was a good thing to see a different perspective yeah. and the yeah. amount of time and the amount of, um, you know, the other side yeah. of how hard people are working. And it's just not the beer guys. It's the people that are behind, right. really behind the scenes. Yeah. See, for me, it's the personality is big because, you know, when, when you go to sporting events, either when you're a kid, you're growing, you always remember. Okay. I remember, you know, Abe, uh, who is 90 years old and he's a beer vendor at Candlestick Park and this and that. You, you love those guys. But the work that you guys put in, that should never be minimized. People think of you and the personality and, you know, your voice and all that stuff. But that's what, that's why I ask you about, about the steps because people don't realize how hard you work and your other compadres as well. I mean, it's a, it's a tough job. It's a tough job. And, you know, I think if we're honest, you know, you're rewarded properly and fairly, but deservedly so as well too. But you do a great job. And I know that people love, seeing you at these games because like i said when they go to a game it's like hey whether it's golden knights it's the raiders unlv whatever super bowl it's like hey i got to see the bear man i gotta see bear man bruce it's it's part of the experience for everybody so there's there's nothing wrong with self-promoting like you know what you do what you do fantastic nothing at all i think i think that's fantastic because uh you're a lovable guy and people love hanging out with you dude seriously no yeah, but Happy Valentine's Day. There you go. That's tomorrow, by the way, huh? I know. No, I'm, check out a reminder. I'm not going to see you tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I love you too, man. <laughs> Beer Man Bruce in the house. Next event is? Uh, Golden Knights. Golden Knights. Carolina. Is, yeah. There, on Saturday. There it is. There. Are you so, always in Section 1920 or do you rotate around? I, I like staying in my comfort zone. And you get to choose that basically? I, I, don't, get to, ne- I don't get to choose, but, you know, around there or where any place where people need a refill. Yeah. All right. Give it to me, big boy. One more time. Give it to me. Beer. That's Water. It. Nuts. <laughs> thought we had to pause there for hold a second. Hold on. No, hold on. Yeah. Do that again. Yeah. Let's go. Beer. Water. Nuts. Thank you, TC. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Beer Man Bruce in the house. I want to thank Beer Man Bruce. See him at Allegiant Stadium. See him at T-Mobile Arena or wherever. There is a sporting event, concert, entertainment. He's the guy. No question about it. Love having you on, brother. Jake Cornegay, thanks to him. We'll be at the Westgate Superbook on Friday. And Steve Berline, appreciate him, our quarterback as well. Tomorrow we're back at it as we continue on a wild Wednesday edition. Don't you dare go anywhere. If you missed any part of the show, go to the website. Check it all out. TCMartinShow.com. This interview with Beer Man Bruce and all the rest. Up on the website, a recap of Super Bowl 58 and more. She called me late last night, say she loved me so. 